wonder. You know he always likes to make a dramatic entrance. True. Though your boss said to stay away from us. I didn't tell him. Oh, so what is this? Night out with the bad kids. Hello, all of you wonderful people out there in podcast land. Welcome to another episode of Black and White Reviews. <laughs> I did not. Chuck. I never thought that I was going to have to worry about you stealing my intro. Lee, I know, is going to. Lee's done it, and he'll do it again in the future at some point. You, though, come on. My name is. My name is Will. Nah, you can use it. I don't care. And just let everyone know two updates for. Um, a while, at least until Ahsoka Tana comes out, um, it's going to be Will and I kind of holding the fort here for a while. Will, Will. Me, Millie, me and Will, Lee is taking a bit of a break um, to hang with family for a while. So um, wish him the best where, you know, we're hoping that everything works out. I just, you know, and, I just, I just find it really funny that you know we move away from Disney and Marvel and and, and Star Wars, and he's done. <laughs> just <laughs> kind of a coincidence. I'm just saying. I'm just putting that out Moving there. Moving forward, I'm gonna do all things Disney. <laughs> he could have no, just said that. I, <laughs> he could have just said that, and I would have believed him. Okay. Right. Another update. Moving forward too is for a little bit now. We're gonna start releasing all of our tv show episodes on tuesdays only reason being is the days that we used to record at a certain time we have pushed up our time for recording um and the time frame to do all the editing just is not there yeah the time frame to do the editing is bad i need more than a few hours (laughs) it's like it's like it's already so we well we start recording we start recording on sunday now we usually yeah. release the TV shows on Monday. No, well, it's eleven twenty at night. Yeah. By the time we're done with this, it'll be twelve thirty ish. Yeah, and just get right to it, right? Just get right to it. <laughs> just get right to it. No rush. No rush at all. Uh, um, so we're doing episode two of season one, titled "Hawk and Dove." Yes. Okay. So before I continue. By the end of the season, because on Netflix it shows you, on HBO it shows you all the seasons. And if you look towards the end, there's an episode called Hank and Dawn. Like, (laughs) same characters. Yeah, pretty much. Hank and Dawn, Hawk and Dove, same characters. Like, that's like like one episode called Robin and one episode called Dick Grayson. Pretty much. What what are we doing? (laughs) I don't know. Titling could be a little bit better <laughs> in this season. I'm not good. Series. I won't. I won't. I won't deny that. I won't deny um, that. Some of them were spot on, though. Before we get into it, though, what are your your thoughts? I know okay. you really enjoyed last week. Yeah. Um, and you said you've watched the first six episodes. I've, and you yeah. Really them yeah. All. I stopped watching, though. I will say that I stopped watching because I I don't want to move any. I don't want to move more forward than I already am because. Mm-hmm. There was a thing that happened that might cloud my judgment, and I don't want that ha- that to happen. I want us to both be on the same page so okay. we can both kind of either love it or hate it together. I think that would be kind of cool. So here's here's how I'm feeling about this episode. And all right, I love, I love that we're not oversaturating everything with a whole bunch of different characters all at the same time. 
So much like I said last week, when you bring in characters, there is a there's a certain focal point around them. So in mm-hmm. this episode, Hawk and Dove, Hank and whatever her name is, they are the primary characters in this episode. Like the episode is yeah. primarily about them surrounding them. And Dick Grayson and Raven, Rachel, kind of take a back seat. And I like that. I like that yeah. they're not trying to juggle a whole bunch of different storylines going on at the same time. They do do the whole thing about whether or not he's going to leave and he writes a note, but it's so secondary. The primary is Hawk and Dove and what they're about to do and them doing one last big job for the cause of good and his medical condition and her feelings towards Dick Grayson. Like they do this whole thing surrounding these two characters and two characters alone. It's the primary focus. You're not doing very much more outside of that, which is fantastic. It's it's I love the way that the story is going. I love that it's telling that story. And at the same time, the little bit that we do get from other characters, it's only it's it's minimal, but it moves their it moves their stories along just as well. It's it's amazing. It's amazing the way that they're doing this. I personally really enjoyed this episode. The character of Hank is the the doofus. I don't I don't think I'm I'm wrong for saying that. He's a buffoon. He's the muscle. He and he's basically just there to do everything his woman tells him to do and that is yep. it. He's he's the big he's the big buffoon. I don't have a problem with the big buffoon character. I don't have a problem with that at all. You're not really gonna do a lot with him, but it it is what it is. I liked him for who exactly. he was. I like th- I I don't know how I feel about them doing this whole like relationship dynamic <clears throat> for um for for Dick Grayson right now. It again it screams, you know, yeah. Hey, Bruce had a lot of girlfriends, so I'm gonna have a lot of girlfriends too. It's it's a little bit of that going on. Um, but yeah. This this episode again, like like the pilot, it's continuing the story. I don't have any complaints. I loved it. I'm sure as you go through your notes, I think there's one or two things from this episode that I might pick at, but for the most part, I thought this was excellent. I still very much in the second episode, I still very much enjoy this show. And I, I think it's some of the best uh superhero comic book esque uh material that I think fans of comic book material has gotten in a while, certainly since Endgame. I, it still blows my mind that it took this long for this this type of television show to come across my radar. And that's yeah. that's all I'll say, and I'm done. So I'm with you. All right. I'm with you for the most <laughs> part. There is one thing that I wasn't like, I was like, oh, they had to. Like, I'll say it now. The need for him to call up Alfred to even see Bruce Wayne's ne- number, like name go across his cell phone screen and then him call Alfred. Mm-hmm. I was like, you're trying so hard to get away from that. Yeah. But you're calling him. Yeah. You need help. Yeah. Like. I- even 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 Dove at one point in the episode's like. This is like Wayne Tech. <laughs> yes. Everything like, about him screams Wayne. Everything Bruce about Bruce Dick Bruce screams Wayne. Wayne. Screams Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne, what Batman, he, whatever. Everything. Everything. What he, what, so, 
him trying to escape it and protect. I'm torn right now because there's, if he was trying to escape it and was leaving it alone completely and didn't use anything Bruce Wayne tech or Batman ask or anything like that, and yet it was still following him. One thing, if he gives in and just says, you know what, it is what it is. I am basically, I am Batman 2.0, Batman light, you know, I'm Robin. I'm, I I have access to all this stuff. So I'm just going to give in. I'm just going to take advantage of it and use what I have in front of me. Perfect. Mm -hmm. The idea of, I don't want to be like this. I'm doing everything in my power to get away from it, but I'm also going to use all of it at the same time too. Mm -hmm. That's where I get thrown off. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm like, I hope at some point they stop that because they didn't do it last episode. They did it this episode. If they continue it, it'll frustrate me. Um, Cause I don't like that. I really don't like that. Other than that though, loved the episode. Yeah. If the show was telling me in a subtle way, eventually there will be an answer to what happened between Batman and Robin. Eventually we will get an answer about what happened between Dick Grayson and Bruce Wayne. Like what caused their separation. If the show was telling me, Hey, we'll tell that story. I would be okay with everything that they're doing right now. But so far, and I don't think this is spoilerific so far in what I've seen, there's no hint of that really happening. The show is right. very much centered around Dick and his escape from from outside of of the Wayne shadow, right? So I don't I don't foresee that story ever, you know, amounting to very much. Like I don't I, I like I really hope and I hope this I hope this has I really hope there isn't like the scene of Batman and Robin and they're out and they're fighting crime and we see what ha- I don't want to see Batman. I do not want to see Batman here. And I'm kind of afraid right. that that might happen just to like tell that story. I would be kind of okay with that. But for the most part if he had a conversation, if he came in and he had a conversation and it was a one quick cameo and they use the right person and it's not Bruce w- if it was Dick Grayson and Bruce Wayne having the conversation, fine. Robin versus Batman, I don't like. Because he because it's it's more Grayson trying to escape Wayne's yes. shadow, not yes. Robin escaping Batman's shadow. No, you're right. Yeah. I agree. So if Bruce Wayne comes in and they have a five minute conversation and then Bruce Wayne leaves, I'd be okay with that. To like squash the whole thing. I understand. That, I understand we I understand completely where you're coming from. I just I wanna know why. Right. I'm saying if the, if the conversation happens, they can explain why in the conversation. Robin could be I mean, Dick Grayson could be like, This happened and I'm frustrated or I'm mad or I'm pissed or I'm whatever and they get into a little argument or a conversation or have conflict of some sort, they work it out or they don't work it out. And Grayson goes, because of this, I'm done. And he walks away. It could be as simple. It could be as simple. It could be as simple as you killed that guy. That's all he has to say. And everybody would understand why he's running away from Wayne. That's all he would have to say. Like you, you got, killed you, that guy, and now I'm doing the same thing. Yeah, thanks. You, you killed that guy, and now I'm here doing this now. Thank you very much. That's 
that would be a great way to round out the story that they're trying to tell and they could continue on. I just, they're laying it even in the first two episodes, and I'm sorry, but it continues. They lay the wing over looming shadow on so thick. It's, 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 I, I just, you want to know, I don't know why TV shows do this, but every TV show I've ever watched has done a little bit of this where there is a subplot or there's a sub storyline that's more intriguing or more interesting than the main storyline right now in Titans. For me personally, my favorite storyline is Rachel, but the most interesting storyline is obviously what happened between the two of you and why you're running away. Exactly. Same thing with, I can't, I'm going to bring this, same thing when we watched Book of Boba Fett. The most interesting thing that was going on there was his time with the Tusken Raiders. It, it was way more interesting than anything current day. Everything, it, it happens, and I'm not going to list a whole bunch of examples, but it happens in almost every single show that you watch where they do this thing where it's like, here's this little subplot, way more interesting than everything else is going on. I'm, I'm, I just, I don't know. Right now, my curiosity is on 10. I want to know what happened. I think they did a good job with that. The difference between this and Book of Boba Fett is present day storyline is actually still really, really good. You're right. You're absolutely and right. They're not, and they're not doing a past tense storyline to draw you in. They're just dropping little nuggets here and there to like wet your whistle, entice you to want the, you're, I think they're they're looking for people to have that like I'm curious as to what's happening. Yes, and they're they're they achieved it really really well. So I, think I agree. They, I think the writers did a good job in that. I absolutely. That I one hundred. I one hundred percent agree with you. I still think it's. I I just I don't know. Maybe it's just. Maybe it's because Bruce Wayne Batman is such like a massive figure that. There's no escaping it no matter what you do. Like, when right. you think Detective Comics, when you think DC, you think Batman. Or Superman. Or Superman, one of the two. right? Or you, you, you think okay. one of the two. And every other character is so subpar. That's the one thing I will say that Marvel does a little bit better than DC. Marvel, Marvel, even through their comics and, in, and even through their comics, through their cartoons, through their live action movies and television shows, Marvel has been able to give a lot of characters, you know, distinct personalities and their own fan bases and their own followings and their own level of importancy. DC really can't escape that. Batman and Superman right. are always going to be the main two and everything is always going to revolve around the two of those characters. Exactly. You really can't. You're not going to find another character in DC that's going to be at that caliber. It's not going to happen. So maybe it's just it that is what it is and maybe I just have to accept it. Which okay. Okay. Right. Well, you want to get into it? Sure. So, opens up. You have a guy tied up by his arms. He's dangling. Yep. He's an eagle. Nope. I'm a hawk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 He's you're a hawk. <laughs> this guy is just a mouth. That's that. That's all he is. Yeah. He's just a mouth. Yeah. The entire episode. He's just a mouth. I will say HBO took liberties in this episode with the language, and they did in the first one. Um, they're like, 
the F bomb was dropped, I think, twice in the first episode, and I think like twenty five times in this episode. <laughs> like they just went all out with it. Um, okay. For me, it does. It's like it's, it's not needed, but I realize that it's HBO. You got to. You got to. You got to know walking into it that this is what right. it's going to be. This is what it's exactly. Be. So he's being questioned. He's being tortured. This guy, this little know nothing guy grabs this drill bit and then rams it into his side of his chest like great. his rib cage. Great. Great. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the information I need. Nope. Yada yada yada. Ow. Gets these scissors and he's like, drop my pants drop his pants. Okay. He's not wearing pants. Nope. He's he's wearing a giant like rubber suit. <laughs> sure. Sure. Okay. Drop the rubber suit then. I mean, what do you? <laughs> and they're not, they're not even scissors. They're what? They're hedge trimmers or they're shears or whatever. They're, like that. They yeah. are, they are massive and they are made for, for cutting more than just paper. Things. <laughs> yeah. Things. This is not, this ain't going to end well. <laughs> right. I want to know how he got tied up. I want to know how he lost the fight. Yeah, I want yep. to know what the heck yep. happened. Yes. Um, <laughs> we don't ever find out. No. But he gets rescued by Dove. Yes. Who comes in and wrecks house. Wrecks house. It's, it's spectacular what yes, she does. Absolutely. Wrecks Absolutely. House. 100%. I... <sighs> I will say the the choreography for the fight scenes in this TV show. Are, yeah, they're on another level. They're pretty good. They are on another they, level. They're, I like these fight scenes better than anything I've seen in Marvel. I, except for Marvel's main, like when they do their like all out wars, they do like, uh, like, like when you hear Avengers assemble and that battle happens, that's epic. But these are just these aren't epic battle scenes. They're just random fights and they're on par they're I amazing i i i'm the opposite when you see avengers assemble and massive battle that's just to me i know it's choreography but to me it's still just a mess i much prefer something like this that they're doing in this show i've never seen anything better than daredevil the way that the choreography was done in Daredevil is on a whole different level. It's fantastic. Oh, it is beautiful. fantastic. It is on it is it is on 10 for me. So I will I will say that I much prefer I much prefer um the more intimate fight scenes that I do a really big battle because I want to be able to yeah. enjoy it and I want to be able to say, "Ooh, that was really cool." As opposed to looking on a screen and a hundred different people fighting each other, most of it's CG anyway. So it's like, "Okay, I I like I like these a lot better. A lot of this stuff is them actually doing sparring. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Which I like. Yeah, so, I do like. I. so do I. So um, do I. Yeah, I, I like these fights better. I just, Marvel does better. They just do better with the bigger fight scenes. You yeah, don't they see do. a lot of that. In they TV. do. They do. Um, like, you don't see a lot of. Captain America versus Iron Man is like the closest thing that they have. And that was a pretty the, the good civil, fight. civil War? Yes. That is an epic fight scene. Those three, that, that, that was an epic fight scene. 
Yes. That I last agree. battle was amazing. With um, um what was it? It was Iron Man, it was Captain America, and it was Bucky, right? Yes. The Winter Soldier. Yes, that was amazing. That was Beautiful. that was amazing. I will yes. What I like about this more is there's unlike Marvel, there's a lot that can be lost. What do you mean? More they get hurt in this TV show. Yeah. They <laughs> okay. Don't in Marvel. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. Not at all. Not they at all. They die in Marvel. Not, no. No. And even when they do die in Marvel, they come back. They come back. They come back. I'm sorry. I have to and and I thought about this cuz I was listening to our um I was listening to our Ant-Man episode and there was a moment in there where I was going off on all the characters that they weren't introducing and what they weren't utilizing and whatnot. And it reminded me because I recently, I was, I'm going to go see Guardians of the Galaxy because I heard some good things about the movie and I'm actually kind of curious about what they're going to do. And it just reminded me about, do you remember how Guardians 2 ended? When, with, with, with the gold people getting, getting really mad at them and coming after them and whatnot. Do you remember this? They, they they like take off. Yeah. On the ship into like yep. they go through the portal. Yes. Do you remember yes. the after credit scene where they're creating something? They're creating Adam Warlock. Okay. Where is it, Adam it's... Warlock? What happened with that entire thing? They are at the end of Guardians Two. And they are building, creating, giving birth to Adam Warlock, a big part, <laughs> a massive part of Secret Wars, and they have yet to introduce him. Because that makes sense. I just had to get that out. I can't believe I completely forgot about that when we were doing Ant-Man. And I, it, it dawned on me. I was like, oh, yeah, they did. Didn't they introduce Celestials in that movie, too? Well, I mean, he was a Celestial. His dad was. His dad was a Celestial. And they did the whole thing where they showed, like, Celestial bodies, like, around the universe. And how he was, oh, right. yeah, and how he was exiled. Like, they did do that. So they do introduce that concept there. And I agree with you and Lee. When they introduce them in, in Eternals, it, it's not it, it's not the greatest thing in the world. It's lackluster. It's lackluster. But I'm just like, huh, okay. So they announced, they announced Secret Invasion. They're doing another thing with Kang. You know, Fury's doing whatever out there in space. And they're, they're, they're building towards this big thing and a massive part, a massive, massive part of what that storyline is. Adam Warlock is a big deal. Just saying. Nothing yet. Just saying. Just saying. Well, you know that you know that in that movie, Captain America, Steve Rogers is going to come down from the moon. He's going to come back from the moon. <laughs> I fully believe this. I 100% believe this. Steve Rogers... <laughs> Steve Rogers is on the moon. Steve Rogers is. is on the moon. He's on the moon. He's on he the is. moon. Anyways. So, so anyways. Back, back to our guy back. with the scissors. With the shears. She comes in. She <laughs> wrecks havoc. Yes. It got seen. Yes. They're back at the apartment. He's soaking in a tub. Um, basically, he injects himself with something. 
some medication that helps them heal fast or take away the pain. Or some type of steroid. I mean, when you look at the size of this guy, there's no way he's not juicing. He has to well, be. Well, obviously. He has to be. So I'm, I'm not talking right. about like him as a person or the actor. I'm talking about like the character himself. Like there's right. clearly some and genetic. It, and it's not our... And it's not our first time seeing. Nope. Nope. No. 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 So, our 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 hope for never seeing anything Superman got ruined in this episode because <laughs> of, AKA Dawn is walking around in a T-shirt, <laughs> talking to him. It's a Superman T-shirt. Yes, it is. It is- Listen. Why is DC coming self-aware all of a sudden? Like, Listen. Like, if, if Dick Grayson starts walking around with a Batman t-shirt, we're going <laughs> to have a problem. Listen, I, listen, I'm not mad about the shirt. When I first saw the shirt, I was like, oh, come on. They didn't. Ha- I'm not mad about the shirt because this is going to sound really weird. This is going to sound really, really weird. I like the idea. What was it? Was it's it like out of Man shirt. of Steel? Hmm? It's like a band shirt that we wear today. Yeah. I like the idea, though. And the idea came from Man of Steel, how the the S is a symbol for hope. Yeah. I like the idea that there might be some superheroes out there in this world, in this universe, that were just inspired by that hope speech that 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 Superman gives. So now people are walking around with Superman shirts on instead of hockey pads. I mean, I I I like that. <laughs> I like that. Between you and me. I'm not wearing hockey walk. pads. I'm not wearing hockey pads. Awesome. <laughs> so I'll take the I will take the shirt. I have no problem with her wearing the shirt. I much prefer her wearing the shirt than Dick Grayson driving around in Bruce's Porsche. I much prefer the shirt. I'll take the shirt. Yes. I don't have a problem with the shirt. Now, if, you know. Superman shows up. Now, if Superman mm-hmm. shows up, then we'll burn it down with fire and we'll complain about it for an hour. And yeah. Which I'm fine with. And I'm a huge Superman fan. He's my favorite. Um, but if he comes into this TV show. He doesn't belong here. No. He doesn't belong here. I'm sorry. Not even. It's too dark. You know what's crazy? Is this came out in 2019. Man of Steel, 2013. Yeah, I know. Doesn't it's a long like time. Ten years ago. You know what? I stopped asking those questions. The older we get, the faster time goes, and I'm just dealing with it. I'm accepting it. Okay. All right. <laughs> it's just crazy that that movie still holds. That's like one of the better ones. It, it is. still holds. It really today. is. Man of Steel is a fantastic movie. Man of Steel is an amazing movie. It was really, really good. Yeah. Um. So she walks over to her bed. There's what seems to be a ring box on her pillow. Kate, on her pillow. She opens up. What's this? It's a key. They're celebrating three and a half years of being together. Hank brings her up to the roof. There is a cage up there with some birds in it. A hawk mm-hmm. and a dove. Mhm. Yep. Keep going. (laughs) 
hasn't the hawk eaten this dove yet? <laughs> <laughs> Hawks are predators. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Hawks will eat something like this that is small. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely they will. <laughs> I feel like, okay, how smart this TV show is and the writer is. Okay, great that Hawk and Dove are, the, was, are like the, the superheroes of this TV show, and they're trying to portray that through the actual Hawk and the Dove. I get the symbolism yeah, here. Yeah. But there was two Hawks and a Dove. Yeah. Two two Hawks. Yes. And one Dove. And one and Dove. There's no way. There's no way There's that that absolutely dove no way. Day. That Dove is dead within an hour of them all being in the cage. I I fully no. I agree with I you 100%. It. I watched it the first time and I'm like, did I miss something? And when I was taking notes, I was like, nope. No. <laughs> no. Nope. Nope. Not at all. They made this happen. But hey, maybe maybe they just keep the hawks really well fed. But even sure. still, even still, I think it would just kill something smaller than it out of pure instinct. Yeah. Yes. They like you said, they're yeah. predators. They're not Okay. Okay. Yeah. Was it a hawk or an eagle? Hawk. No, 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 no. I'm thinking about something different. I saw a video a long time ago and I can't remember whether it was a hawk or an eagle where this bird, this giant bird came down and picked up the jacket of a small child and just took off. <laughs> Obviously it was too heavy for it to like stay in the air for any significant and the parents I ran and grabbed it. Yeah, yes. It was an eagle. Yeah, it was an eagle. Okay. I, I thought I, yeah, I can't was all over the internet. Oh my god. He got carried god. like twenty feet. Yeah. Yeah, it was wild. Is, wow, those things are massive. Too. Yes, they're big. yeah, they're big. They're really big. All right. So we flash back four years ago. Hawk and Dove are in a giant fight. Yep, they're losing. Yep. Robin comes in, saves yep. the day. Saves the day. You're you're late, boy wonder. Boy wonder. Yep. For, lay it sure. on. Sure. Lay it on yep. real thick, boy. Lay yes. Your boss, <laughs> your boss, stay away from us. Okay, wait a minute. <laughs> so, so Batman doesn't want Robin around these two because they're a bad influence. I <laughs> guess so. Batman's the vigilante, but they're a bad influence. Let's you're okay. the dark. You're the dark knight. Um, <laughs> crazy. Now we're 15 minutes into the TV show. Opening title scene, Titans. Yeah. Pretty long opening title scene. Um, I actually appreciate stuff like that sometimes, and they make it a little bit longer because they're giving mm -hmm. you like a backstory, and it's yeah. really, really good. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna be the guy that bring it up this time. Breaking Bad did that really well. How they would open oh, with yeah. cold opens all the time, tell you a quick little backstory, and then they would break right into the to the um the, the title screen. They did that so well, so best, so well. Though, was, was it was it season two or season yes. three? Season two, when where they, they went through the plane. Up, when they yeah, when they open yeah. up with the teddy bear. Oh my god! And then god. they close the season with it. Mm -hmm. Like you don't see it again until <sighs> the close of the season. Yeah. Like it's wild. It's wild. I, I'm I'm sorry. The writing of Breaking <laughs> Bad is like on another level. Don't get me. 
on know. another. I know. I you know. know. Crazy. You're going to shoot me for this. I did it. I was bored the other day. And I was like, I just want to waste my time and watch something stupid. So I watched Sabian's, uh, Saban's Power Rangers, the new movie. Oh, God. And I was watching because I wanted to see, um, what's his name, as Zordon. Um, wow. Why am I blanking on his name? I don't even know his name. Yeah, you do. Main character of Breaking Bad. Brian Cranston? Yeah, he plays Zordon. And- Does he really? Oh, wow. Yeah. And I was watching it. I'm like, yeah, his acting, different level on Breaking Bad than it is in this. Like, it is so poor in this movie. Okay. I, I wonder if he's just like, you know what? I really don't care. <laughs> like, this is a kid's show. Don't care. He doesn't care. Breaking Bad, fantastic. He doesn't fantastic. care. Fantastic. <clears throat> um, yeah, I, I Brian this Cranston did an interview many, many years ago, and he was talking about how he, when he was in film school, he would get into a class, and he would never want to be the best person in the class. He would take a class for a little while. He would attain the knowledge that he needed to know, and the moment he felt like he was getting too good, he would leave and go to another class where he had no idea what was going on. I, I just, I, I love that story and I respect the hell out of something like that. Yeah, it's amazing. <clears throat> it's crazy because you're like, wouldn't you want to get really, really good? No, mm-hmm. I got really, really good. I got good and I left and I went and did something that I was horrible at. <laughs> like, that's like, like would, better. Oh my God. Like, just and I'm going to take all of these traits and use them yeah. versus just one. Yeah. You know, fantastic. I, I, I don't want to be Nick Cage. <laughs> <laughs> Only Nick Cage can be Nick Cage. Only Nick Cage can be Nick Cage. Like, I was driving down the highway the other day, and I saw a guy in a Jeep, and his license plate was N-I-C-C-A-G-E. I'm like, why? 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 Who's that big of a Nick Cage fan? Jeez. Wow. And to call him Nick Cage and not even Nicholas Cage. Like, he's the only time I've seen him be called Nick Cage is in... The movie we just did with Lee. What was it? The Nicolas Cage movie. Yeah, the Nicolas Cage movie. All I know it as. <sighs> the unbearable... Way to massive, the... ma- massive talent. Yeah. 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 Crazy movie. Yes, it is. Um, so, back to Titans. Uh, we see... We're now back at, with, with uh, Grayson and Rachel. They're in the road, on the road driving. They stop at a diner. She wants coffee. Okay, there, there's this under, there's like this, 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 this is the second time it's been brought up in two episodes. She's young. She likes coffee. We get it. Why are we focusing on it? I don't know. But then she like takes the sugar. And <laughs> just the like, whole thing. That's a lot of sugar. And Grayson's like, you got a sweet tooth? Like, okay, sure. You know what I said when I saw her do that? Diabetes. Diabetes <laughs> is in your future if you continue to get to the drink di- your coffee like that. Wow. It's the it's the diabetes. The diabetes. You, you, you gotta say it right. It's the, the, the diabetes. The diabetes? Okay. Yep. Okay. So they're going on. Grayson's asking Rachel a lot of questions right now. This is a lot this right here, this whole scene is just info dump. Yeah. Trying to understand Rachel. Yeah. Yada yada yada. Um 
he's letting her know that she has a place to go. He's obviously speaking of, uh, of, of Hank course. and Don. Of course. Han you know what? Hank. I actually appreciate the way that this happened. Like, a lot of times when you watch movies, the, the exposition dump comes at a really weird time. You know? The villain has the upper hand, and now I'm going to tell you my master plan. Ah, ha, ha. Like, usually things like that happen all the time. It's cliche, right? Here, I love that it's there was a massive event <laughs> where she, where, where Raven came out of her body and dove into a man, and he, you know, projectile vomited black goop all over the place, and Dick saw this. Obviously, he has questions about what is going on. This is. A right. perfect opportunity to sit down and what what? <laughs> and I, I love I that love the it. writer took. I love that the writer took the advantage of a lull. To yeah. Do yeah. The info dump. Yeah. And not like in the middle of chaos. Yeah. Because I hate because when you're in the middle of chaos, you want to watch the chaos. Yes. You don't want to stop. No. Break info dump. Go back to chaos. Yeah. So many movies and TV shows do that. Though. Yes. The a worst lot. at it is, and I'm, I get sick of it after a while. I don't watch a lot of it, but the worst of it is anime. Anime does it all the time. Do they really? They'll be in, oh, all the time. They'll be they'll be in the middle of something. Um, they'll be in the middle of a massive battle, and they'll mm -hmm. stop the battle to tell a past story of what's going on. And you have five minutes of past story, and it comes back to the battle, and you're like, I, I don't want that. Like. Don't do that. And they do it all the time. So but they, they I imagine this time to actually get the information from her, which is good. I imagine that you hated the uh what was it? What movie was it? The final um Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Not the final, but the third at World's End, where Bob Bosa marries the two of them on the ship in the middle of the cannon fight. So dumb. You, you must have loved that. I hated that part. <laughs> I hated that part. Like, <laughs> it was so stupid. It was so dumb. It was so stupid. I know. I agree. The world is falling apart. <laughs> We're in the middle of a of a of a whirlpool. We're all there <laughs> drowned. We're being attacked from every angle possible. Marry Let's us. Stop. Marry us. <laughs> While we're fighting. It's awesome. So dumb. <laughs> Alright. Dead guy in a morgue. Very dead. I haven't dead. seen this before. You sure? It's, from the, it's, the, it's the guy at the end of the episode that we saw last last episode, the one that Raven kills. Yep. Um, Grayson's partner is not shocked. Um, she's talking to the to the coroner, and he's like, she's like, what happened? He's like, it was biblical. She's like, okay, well, what happened? It was, he's like, it's effing biblical. <laughs> okay, well, what happened? It was biblical. She's just like not, like, he just keeps saying it. He's, she's like, well, do you have anything else? He's like, no. <laughs> yeah. And then he goes, well, I have this. And he rolls the guy over and there's a tattoo of a raven on his shoulder. Right. Okay. So now she's tattooing people after she kills him. I guess it's so. Her, I don't know. It, 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 it's, it's, her, it's her call sign. I don't think so at all. Come on. We can do you better than that. A, you think he just has a random tattoo of a raven on his shoulder? On his shoulder? I think. Here's what I, I have I a think. butterfly in the small of my back. You, you, I mean, I don't. I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> For a minute there, I took you seriously. For a minute there, I was here. like, wait a minute. 
<laughs> so to my point, though, is he had this massive dude with a small raven on his shoulder. Yeah. No. So, okay. The only thing I can point to here is some type of cult that either worships or idolizes or just wants Raven dead for whatever reason. Like not Rachel. Like the the the, the entity of Raven for what for whatever reason. Like that like that that, that kind of thing has happened before. Um True. But- the last person to see this guy was her. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't think she's tattooing people. I, I, that would be a stretch. If we find out that Raven got a tattoo gun in her back pocket and she's just, you know, that would be a bit much. <laughs> or just the mark appears, whatever. Or just um, the mark. That would be well. That would be kind of interesting if the mark appears. That's what I was saying about about tattooing him. She's leaving this mark on him. This part, no, this next funny is the coroner is like, this doesn't feel right. Like, there's something wrong here. And Grayson's partner's like, really? He goes, no, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> like, I was like, that's perfect. Like, it got ominous for a second. And yeah, for a minute. Like, no, I'm just, I'm just messing with you. I thought that was perfect. And then we're back in the car. We're back in the car with, um, Grayson is with is with Rachel. He takes off for a little bit, um, and he he has his like cell phone. It's not a real cell phone. It's obviously like a bat phone. Like, <laughs> I, look, it, listen. It's it's not a real <laughs> cell phone because he has this screen, and then it flips down, and on the bottom part that flips down is the digits for, for dialing things, but the digits aren't like one, two, three, four, five, like in a square. Uh-huh. They're like in their own separate like octagons. And yeah. In their, it, 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 yeah. Yeah. And you see the screen with all his, all his contacts on it and it stops at Bruce Wayne. <laughs> yes. And then yeah. he scrolls back. He contemplates it. He scrolls back up, sees Alfred's name, calls Alfred. Okay. Okay. I, I listen. I th- I talked about it okay. last week. We talked about it this week. He's still playing with all of Bruce's toys <laughs> and driving his. Car. You know what? In all honesty, in all honesty, I hate it because I want the character of Robin to like escape. But at the same time, if I was in his position and I had Everything. access to all his all of Batman's toys. I would be doing the exact same thing. I'm not giving oh, any yeah. of this up. They are, it's invaluable. I get to drive a oh. Porsche. I get this really fancy phone. I get all of these gadgets that I can play with. I can spend your money. Great. <laughs> if, if he has, like, a Robin wing or a bat wing that he flies <laughs> around, there's going to be a problem. Like, this show's going to go real downhill real fast at that point. <laughs> I Yeah. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. I understand. I understand what's happening. I understand why they're doing it. I know, like it's he would not be able, he would not be able to succeed in anything without these util utilities. He wouldn't be able to do it. He needs them by himself. If he becomes part of the team, and he sheds that part of him, 
which I think by the end of season one is what will happen. That will is be. He'll become, yes. He'll become part of this team. He won't need Bruce Wayne anymore. He'll be able to shed that off and become the leader of this team. Yes. I'd be fine with that. So if they do I. that, great. Yeah. Great. Absolutely. Here's, here's what I did love about this episode is last week we were talking about, um, what's her name? The girl who plays Rachel. What's her name? Um, I forget her name. I shouldn't. I shouldn't have. Should I write it down? I have it right no, here. I'm not going to write it down. I have it right. Okay. I have it right here. Uh, let me see here. Tegan Croft. Tegan Croft. And I said, her acting in this, the what I love about her is she reminds me of Bella Ramsey in The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. And then you brought up Bella Ramsey's portrayal and her acting in Game of Thrones. Yep. So they're in this hotel room. Watching Game of Thrones. <laughs> watching Game of Thrones and guess who gets knocked down? Bella Ramsey. Is it not Bella Ramsey's character? I think it is. I think it was. It's Bella Ramsey's character. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. No, it wasn't. It was um I know what scene you're talking about. Her name is uh her name is Maisie Williams. Her name okay, is so Maisie it Williams. It wasn't Bella Ramsey, but it was it was her name is Maisie Williams. She plays a character named Arya Stark. That's right. what you were watching. Either way, the, the the call to Game of Thrones after we just yeah. had this conversation, yeah. I thought was fantastic. It was really that I, that was really on the nose with that whole thing. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. I think what's I think what's fantastic is by the end of this episode, she's you can hear it when they're at Dawn and Hank's house and you see her you hear her watching Game of Thrones mm-hmm. in the background and she's yelling out, There's dragons like <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. It's yeah. fantastic. There's dragons, you know all right. She's still watching it. Yeah. Um So at this point she's watching Game of Thrones. She's being what is she, 15, 16 years old? Around that. She's got candy all over the bed. She's eating candy. Grayson's like, I'm going out to get some pizza. Would you like anything? She doesn't answer. He leaves, whatever. As long as there's no pineapple on it. Of course. Whatever. I hate pineapple. I hate pineapple pizza. It's so disgusting. Oh. Doesn't belong on pizza. It doesn't belong on pizza. Nope. Lee is absolutely out of his mind. He loves pineapple pizza. He loves Hawaiian pizza. He loves it. And like, here's pineapple and ham. Like what? (laughs) It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. And every time we get together, it's like, hey, let's get pizza. He's like pineapple, right? And I'm like, no. When have you ever known me to get pineapple pizza? He's like, you just his and his response is awesome. Oh, you just haven't tried it. You just haven't tried it the right way. You haven't eaten it from the right place. That's why you don't like it. Like, no, pineapple, warm fruit doesn't make any sense. (laughs) I'm sorry. Warm fruit doesn't make sense. Unless it's like apple pie. But Can I have that watermelon? Can you heat it up for me, please? Why? It's so up. Fruit and pie is one thing. Cherry pie, apple pie, pie. blueberry pie. Yes. You Absolutely. Know, raspberry pie. That's different. Like that. Pineapple cobbler. pizza. Disgusting. Fruit, fruit in a pie is wild. It's dessert. It's sweet. But yeah. on a pizza, yeah. No. Well, at this point in time, Rachel starts going snooping around all of Grayson's tech. Yeah, good for her. Smart. Yeah. Comes across this one box with a computer in it that's opened up to Google. <laughs> 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 what 
<laughs> it could have been worse. This could have been worse. <laughs> I was happy. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, you open up this, like, secret <laughs> high-tech laptop, and it's immediately opened up with, with Google on I mean, the screen. It, what's it going to open up to? The Wayne database? Like, is the other? Because yes. that's what... <laughs> Yes. I'm sorry. Yes. Not Google. That's actually pretty funny. Not Google. Come on. That's actually really funny. Yeah. I got a kick out of it. I was like, are you serious? Like, it would have been better if it was like Bing. <laughs> That would have like been better. Hope <laughs> you're right. You're right. What you're right. Going on here? You're right. It's absolutely okay. So we have this, this, this. First of all, this equipment must have. It must be worth a million easy. And you're right. It opens to Google. Google. <laughs> Google. <laughs> Hang on one second. Hang on one second. I'm sorry. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Don't be a pain. Come on. Come on. Come on. All right, I'm back. This no worries. To me, this is like when um, J.J. Abrams did Transformers and he just had every big tech company like Pepsi, Mountain <laughs> yeah. Dew. You know, like wild. Market all over. That. Absolutely this was just Google wild. Google. 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 <laughs> Why? Um, Grace is in the car getting pizza. His partner calls him. Tells her that Rachel tells him that Rachel's on the loose. She has no idea that Rachel is with him. I love that they answered my question from last week: Is this cop fake or not? Mm -hmm. Cop from last episode is a fake. It was a fake ID, fake badge, fake everything. Yep, fake cop. Yep. I figured as much. Absolutely. Um, I'm glad that they actually took the time. In a lot, in just one line, to answer that, to, to answer that for people, mm -hmm. like Marvel doesn't do that. Marvel will, or Disney, I should say, they're like, here's this big thing. There could be a line that could the Wolverine's claws for Lee. <laughs> one line could solve this whole thing, but they don't do it. They just nah. let it hang. Nah. Let it hang. It's too easy. At to least DC, it. right? At least DC is taking the time. For something even as small as this to answer the question. So he asks her to forward all information. Here's the kicker. All this information that she's forwarding is going to this high-tech computer yep. that Rachel is playing with. Yep. That she is now Googling his name and her name on. Yep. And I say Googling because she opens the computer to Google. <laughs> so as she's Googling all this stuff... The printer inside the case starts printing pictures of the guy that Raven killed last episode. Yep. This I thought was really cool. It was actually a jump scare, and I actually, the first time watching it, I did a quick, like... Okay. I was 
expecting expecting Raven to come in the in the window behind her. I expected expecting this dude to jump off the page literally at her took me by surprise a little bit. And they did a good job with they it. did a really good job with this. I mean, the visual and the special effect was fantastic. It was fantastic. Yeah, it I was, agree. It was amazing. I one hundred percent agree. So, Rachel loses her mind. She she's freaking out. She's ripping paper up and she's scratching crosses all over it, chanting the Lord's Prayer. <laughs> yep. Yeah, she she's going back to that. She doesn't Sorry. want to talk now. She's not talking now. Now she wants to do the Lord's Prayer. <clears throat> Fantastic. <laughs> yep. Grayson comes back, finds her in the bathtub. Yeah. Holds her. Yeah. Don't let me go. Don't let me go. You know. Yeah. Still saying the Lord's Prayer. You see these crosses etched all over the place. Mm-hmm. Something obviously demonic is, I mean, Raven... You know, yeah. but it, it's massively setting up for this demonic thing. Is Raven anti-hero or is she hero? Does she get under control? Like, we don't know yet. I'm guessing uh, I'm guessing it's going to be like every other superhero that we've seen, like coming into their powers. Like at first, it's going to be kind of scary, but then eventually they're going to get to a point where they're able to like harness it and control it. It's 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 a really you know what I like about this character? I think. What I like about this character is we're seeing what would happen to almost every character from X-Men if it wasn't for Xavier, like, interfering. Like, Xavier always has to come in and, like, channel somebody's energy or powers and, like, teach them self-control. We're seeing a character that would benefit from an Xavier-type figure, but there isn't one. And it's just raw, unadulterated power going absolutely haywire. I like that. I like that a lot. Grayson will become that for her, though. Yeah. Maybe. He'll, he'll become that, like, foundational rock, that shoulder to cry on, that person that balances Fine. her out. Yes, yeah, but he's not going to be able to teach her how to control the beast within. Like, that's not <laughs> happening. I don't think he would be able to do that. In the cartoons, who does that, though, is Beast Boy. Okay. Because he has an understanding of of, of that. That's fine. That's fine. So in the cartoon in Teen Titans, Raven and Beast Boy actually yeah. one, they're both teenagers, and two, yeah. they they connect. Yeah. They actually have a relationship because they're both similar in the fact that, you know, they can change, they can mm-hmm. shift. Mm-hmm. She touches things and can see, you know, yeah. whatever. Um Okay. We're going to completely flip the script right now. And we're we going to go to St. Louis, Missouri. Yes, where we this are. Lovely family is playing Monopoly. Yes, they are. They're, they're, they're playing by the quote unquote rules. You know, three devils in a row. Go to jail. Monopoly. Yeah. Does anybody actually know the actual rules of Monopoly? They have been made up, twisted. And is that an actual rule? Three three doubles in a row, you go to jail. So I I don't think it's an actual rule. That sounds like a made up rule. It's like putting money in the middle. Yeah, but putting money in the middle is I mean not a not, not 
putting money in the middle the way people put money in the middle, like in the kitty, is like not as much as people do it. Like they do it for everything. Really? That when you when you land on whatever the part, whatever the um whatever the space is, you get all that money. Yeah. When you play it by the actual rules, it's like ten. It's like it's like ninety percent less the money that's actually in there. It's like when you pay a fee, it goes in there, like fifty bucks here. The way they do, the way we actually play it though, is it's stupid amounts of money. <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> Tell me how you really feel I, I about love- Monopoly. <laughs> I love that they never actually finished the game of Monopoly in this episode. Well, they can't. Nobody, because well, yeah, but in real life, nobody actually ever finishes the game of Monopoly. Like, I, it's been. I don't think I've ever finished a full game where somebody actually won. No, well, everybody goes broke. That's the point, right? Go broke. Or you're, you go broke, but then you're mortgaging homes and you're selling this property, and six hours later. You've changed the rules six times. So you can continue to play the game, and no one's won. I think you know, somebody. Ridiculous. I think I think you've been playing Monopoly with the wrong people. That's what it sounds like Probably. to me. You you need to find people who are willing to play the game the right way, and not my dad. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding, but I'm not. Um. Well, the doorbell rings, and this 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 dad's like, "Who the f is like doing this this early?" And the mom's like whatever his name is, George, like, we don't talk that way. Yeah, take it easy. Okay. Okay. You go to the door, you guys are being activated. Full, okay. All right. Okay. Who is this family? What do they do? What what are they all about? I am totally intrigued. So you get a real, you get a real, like, Stepford Wives, but the whole family. The whole family. They're just... This is this is this is everything that you've ever heard about when it comes to like sleeper cell agents, right? This is everything that you've ever read about when in that terminology. This is it. This is what it is. You're being activated. This is, I, oh my God, like I'm not. So I'm not a conspiracy theorist at all. But like scenes like this, like give credence to people who believe in things like MK Ultra. Like it's wild. It's this, this family is absolutely wild. And you found out, like, when you first meet them. First of all, the two kids who are playing Monopoly, way too chipper, way too cheerful to be brother and sister. Like, absolutely not. Unless they're, like, from the 1960s. And this is, like, the good and wholesome American TV show. And it's, like, you know, whatever that is. That, like, the screams, like, old-fashioned. And mom got the skirt oh, and she's time. baking cookies. It's wild. It's Absolutely, what I love it. I love everything about this family. What I don't get is they're inside their home. Yes. Why are they faking it inside their home? I don't. They're well. The idea is they're brainwashed completely, completely, like out of their mind. Brainwashed. Are they though? Yes. They have to be to be acting like this. They have to be. There's no other explanation. explanation. There's no other explanation of why they're acting. They're acting like this. There's no other... Nothing. Oh, my God. It just... Okay. Well, Mom goes over to the cabinets, types in this code. Yep. So... Neighbors... Friendly neighbors come over to the house. They're having dinner together. Mm-hmm. They see a cabinet. 
Mm-hmm. And they see a keypad mm-hmm. on said cabinet. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever asks any questions. Nah. Because why would you? Kitchen nah. cabinet, nine-digit keypad, no big deal. I don't think they have oh. friends. They They're probably not. No, absolutely not. They don't strike me. If you had neighbors like this, would you go over there for dinner? Well, apparently you wouldn't know because they act as the normal family. Well, you wouldn't know because they're act they're strange. Yeah, they're weird. This is not normal. I would not. I would not go over to their house for dinner. And I love the question. She opens it up. There's this stack of <laughs> not this stack, but this a couple of vials of like, a couple yep. needles filled yep. up. Again, here we go. I don't know if it's the same serum that Hawk took in the beginning. <clears throat> but they capture the image of both needles. So it has to be something very similar. Because they take it, they obviously get very strong with yes. this stuff. Yes. So we saw but Hawk. She's like, hold on, before you do that, but she, first she's like, who wants to go first? And there's this whole, like couple scenes where they're just showing everybody shooting this stuff up it's great it's it's fantastic it's amazing so here's the thing hawk was taking it to come down the the you know the fighting was over he was soaking in the tub he's bruised up he's cut up he's in pain and he took this shot for the come down they're amping up this family is getting ready to go so i'm guessing it has to be different it has It'll to be, be different. Yeah. It, it's it had there has to be a difference there. Maybe and it's gonna last a long time because, like, m- like maybe whatever medication is going around like this, maybe there's a connection somewhere. Because you're right, they do make it a point to you know focus on both needles for Hawk and for this family. They do make that a point. So maybe there's like a pharmaceutical company out there. They're up to no good. We've seen that a million times. That right. wouldn't that would not surprise me. That wouldn't surprise me. That wouldn't surprise me at all. We just don't know what we don't know what it is. And I'm wondering, like, or maybe, maybe there's maybe there's a maybe there's another shot that this family has to take on the other end of this for the come down as well. Potentially, potentially, you know what I mean? And we just saw we just saw Hawk taking like the come down because you're right. right. Because even at the end of this episode, when we see Hawk doing his thing. Or the beginning of the, we see Hawk in a couple of situations where he's doing his thing, right? And there's no way that you were just in that amount of pain, that bruised up. You need a new hip. You you, you probably need surgery on some other body parts. There's no way that you're swinging into action with with all of these ailments and you're perfectly fine. You did something to get there. You know what I mean? You enhance something, right? You would you enhance no. that. There has to be something. So I'm just I don't 100%. know. Hundred percent. Okay. Hundred percent. Okay. Well, we we kick back over to Rachel and Grayson in the car. Rachel starts asking questions to to Grayson. Does it ever go away? The feeling of being left behind. He's like, Yeah. Well, no, not really. Nah. And then she asks the obvious question: You're going to leave me? No, I'm not going to do that. Uh-huh. And then they show up. Yep. And then they show up to Don and Hank's apartment. Yes, they do. Rachel meets Dawn, takes her hand, sees her past, sees her and Grayson, you know, little lovey-lovey scene together, from the past. Very together. much together. Yep. Um, <coughs> I'm sorry. Sure. 
doesn't go anywhere. <coughs> yeah, but there's some other things going on about this medication too, and you skipped over it. Um, at the beginning, when we see Hank and he's soaking in the tub and he takes his medication, and the two of them they're celebrating their three year anniversary together. We were so we we were so focused on the dove that's clearly gonna be eaten in this cave. And this might be a little eh, but I think it's important. So he takes his medication, which I think is just like for him to come down. Um, he can't perform in bed. There oh, is a yes. there is a problem there. So that that furthers the thing. Like, what's in this? What's in this stuff that you're shooting into your body? I, I it's right. just it's weird. It's there's a I whole there's a whole thing going on with that that really. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. And I think it just furthers it furthers the point. I think you have a really good point and you know, they're focusing on both of these vials. They're focusing on both of these needles. Just one is doing the opposite. I don't know. It's it's intriguing. I like it. Right. I like it. I That's love all. that they I love that they drop little hints here and there. Yeah. Enough to like to get you questioning, but not enough to. I hope they do answer it though. So do <laughs> I, because on the I like in when you say little hints on the surface, on the surface, him not being able to perform would be like a nothing thing. But because he took the shot before that, there's a there's a there's a link. There's some kind of connection there. Right. So I, I, right. I do. I, I really like that. Right. All right. Well, Grayson and Don are catching up. He's asking Don if they can stay there for a while. Kind of comes out, tells her, you know, a little bit more of what's going on. Mm-hmm. While they're talking, they're scoping out the possibility of their, of Don and Hank's next um, job. Yeah. Grayson's like, I wouldn't do this. The security t- is too, too tight. Um, Hank comes in, thinks they're hooking back up, has an issue. She breaks it up. <clears throat> it's all in the past. He's talking to um, Grayson starts talking to Rachel. He's telling her that it's all in the past. And Rachel's like, not for her. Yeah. So. Yeah, that. We'll see if that goes anywhere. Um, He. I'm surprised at this. I'm surprised that she's so up and out front about her abilities with people. The way that she is, especially with Dick right now. Rachel? Yeah. Like that, that, I don't know. That surprises me. She has no idea well, who a, he is. She's ahead. a teenager. She's a teenager. She's yeah, that, okay. He's, All right. he's not thinking All right. it through. All right, yeah, you're right, you're right. I forgot about that. That slipped my mind when that crossed. Okay, you're right. I forgive it then. Forget it. Like Spider-Man when he first started. Yeah, but he wasn't, well... He was told to keep it a secret. He was. T- he I mean, wanted. To- if it wasn't for Iron Man, he probably would have. Sure. <laughs> sure. Or anybody, or uh, you know, he. Okay. Whatever. Um, the teenager aspect I, I, is why I forget. Yeah. He's not. He's not thinking it through, and she's super emotional about everything. Yeah. Well, she's a everything teenager. is. She's a teenager who has this crazy <laughs> evil thing living inside of her that's freaking her out and everybody yeah, else. Yeah, that's out. true. That's true, too. So, yes. But just, you know, teenagers are just super emotional about everything. Exactly. Exactly. Well, 
the bat phone rings and it's Alfred. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Why? Why is Alfred calling? Because he wants to meet up with Dick Grayson. What? Because he's gonna. Because he's okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. So, so okay. Alfred is in Gotham. No, he's in DC. Shut up. <laughs> Let me have this. Fine. DC. Alfred is in DC, Gotham, wherever, right? And Dick Grayson is in St. Louis, Illinois. Yep. And Alfred's just gonna jump in the car and go. Yeah. Okay. Or he or he borrowed the Batwing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Master Bruce, can I borrow the Batwing? Really? Really? No. <laughs> no. This is so heavy handed. This is so heavy handed. I love the way that you open it to the bat phone rings and it's Alfred. Like, yes. <laughs> oh my God. You know that he wouldn't have that phone if it wasn't given to him by No Batman. chance. He wouldn't have anything right now if it wasn't for Batman. I love it. Nothing. There's nothing about this character that is feasible without Batman. Not the suit, not <laughs> anything. Like everything. Any of it. Everything. Everything, everything Great. is Batman. <laughs> like okay. if he really wanted to escape his shadow, like he would like give it all up. And he obviously doesn't. Throw it in the like, river. What? Keep yeah. the suit. Like keep the suit, but everything else. Goodbye. If you're Tell really Porsche. that, if you're really that, you know, intent on on shedding this, shedding this persona, shedding this image, and 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 coming out from under that shadow, just get rid of it all. But no, he can't. He he needs the bat phone. Right. Oh man, that's perfect. That's perfect. Uh, Grayson gets home. <laughs> go back to the apartment. Yes. Rachel and Don come in. Don's Rachel's laughing. Don's like, I just let her be a girl. Yeah. Great. Um, you see Hank, he's out staking out their last job before they can retire. Common, common trope. In, One last in a, job. In a show like that. One yeah. last job. One last job. Yeah. One last job. So common. Um, Grayson's on his computer and this is, and he's actually, he's actually helping this is where he talks about the the security's too high is he's actually checking out the area that they're going to go do their job at and she's like Don's like Wayne Enterprise Tech huh he's like yeah i guess so even <laughs> she's calling it out exactly we have characters uh, on the show that are calling this out it, it's it's i all right so before that line where she mentions Wayne Enterprise's tech. Before that line, it was kind of a joke. Or 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 kind of, oh my god, you can't do this and you can't do this without Bruce. But now that you, now that it's like self-aware on the show, it's easier for me to swallow because it the audience isn't the only ones who are kind of complaining about this. You have characters on the show now who are who are complaining, sta- about, complaining about this in a certain type of way. I like that. I like that a lot. It's it, it makes it really easy for me to okay. 
now I can kind of move on from it. So, right. Well, at this point, we hear Rachel is still watching Game of Thrones, and how yes. do we know? Because she yells out, "There's dragons!" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, here we go. Another big info dump. Grayson is talking to Dawn. Tells her that he needs them to take Rachel in for a while, not forever. He no. will come back for them. No, he won't. For her. <laughs> No, he won't. No, he's gone. He got. He's getting the money from Alfred to pay them. Um, <laughs> no, he's. She's like, why? No, she's like, why not? You got. He's not getting the money from Alfred. No, <laughs> no, no. no. Well, Alfred did give him the money. Yeah, he but had, Alfred handed the money, but it came from Bruce Wayne's account. Obviously, I love it. I, love it. I absolutely love it. I, I need money. <laughs> what I wanted. Is that because you, you could, you could barely hear Alfred's voice on the phone. But what would have been great is if he answered the phone with Master Grayson, like just <laughs> that would have been perfect. Sit. That would have been perfect. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, yes. <laughs> so bad, but it's great. It's perfect. Grayson's telling Don what he's become. You don't know what I've become. I've, I'm worse now, basically, than I used to be. He's telling her, don't do the job. The security is higher than you think it is. You're, it, it's a trap. You know, it's a trap. Don't do it. It's a trap. Yep. Yep. She's thinking, how is how is he worse? You obviously can't be worse. Which you, he, he's, he's bad, though. Um, yeah. It's Hank bad. Walks in, Hank walks in again. She's trying to calm him down, so his her hand is on top of his hand. <laughs> they Hank are. Walks, <laughs> oh, yeah. He walked in at the wrong time. At the wrong time. Hank is big compared to, to to Grayson, but Grayson holds his own in this little fight. Yeah. He, I mean, like I said, Hank is the buffoon. He's not. Yep. <laughs> well, Rachel appears out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, out of nowhere, does this scream or something. Yes. All the glass in the room shatters. Yes. They separate. Yes. Everyone's terrified. Oh, yeah. Nobody knows what happened. Yes. Craziness happens. Okay. Um, she stops everything, though. When Fantastic you, scene, though. When you said before, is Raven anti-hero, uh, a villain type thing, I think this moment pretty much well establishes that Raven is a good guy. She, she clearly doesn't want them to fight. She clearly wanted that to end. She clear like, you know what I mean? Rachel wanted it to end. But Raven was the one who did something about it. Rachel didn't do anything. Raven's the one that did something about it. True. But did Raven just come out because of the emotions? This is what I see so far is every time that Rachel feels trapped, Raven stops it. Good, if Raven, bad or ugly, or if Raven, if Raven wanted, uh, if Raven was an antihero, or if Raven just wanted pure chaos, Raven would have allowed that fight to continue. Like, Ra Ra I, I don't know. I think that's pretty. To me, I think that's pretty okay. Raven is uh, I mean, super. Obviously, she is. Obviously, she is a good guy. Right. 
But DC does a pretty good job at turning anti-heroes into good guys. True. I mean, you have the True. the Suicide Squad. <laughs> yeah. So sure. I mean, I, I you and still even when you're talking about like the whole anti-hero thing. You're still gonna. You're still bringing up like an older, darker version of Batman that kills. So that's like the staple for what DC can do. Like I, I referenced it last week. Like anything like Frank Miller ever did with Batman. Like even in the animated series, like there were times where Batman got incredibly violent. So you can't. You you kind of got to use that here as well. And and Raven's just another character along those lines. Like yeah, she's right. She and even when you look at like the person that she killed. Like Raven killed somebody that killed her mother, quote her mother, and now it's like here are two people that you feel protected by, or at least Dick you feel protected by, and there is a fight going on that you kind of want to end. I can understand Rachel Rachel is not able to do anything about it, but Raven kinda can. So it's like Right. I I I think it's kinda cool. I, she I just like can't that. control it yet. Not at all. To your point, she can't control Not it. Not at all. She can't control it. Not at all. Well, the craziest, uh, the craziness doesn't stop there. Nope. Grayson's partner comes back to her apartment. Yep. She's putting her keys down. She's walking around. All of a sudden, she sees a random girl facing the corner, bent over, quote-unquote, crying. Yep. Or feeling bad or something something's going on something's going on she's like hello are you okay well it's the girl playing monopoly yep she gets up yep she turns around she looks psychotic her (laughs) brother comes around the corner she gets a pair of scissors (laughs) slices grayson's partner's hand Mm -hmm. and then stabs her in the side with scissors or in the back with scissors. Yep. She falls. Yep. She's trying to get her gun, baseball bat to the hand. You know, take her off. Parents come in. Oh, you guys did our job for us. Who are these people? Crazy people. Crazy. Who, my, we, this is this is this is this is this is MK Ultra. This is my manipulation. This is the complete brainwashing. Complete 100%. brainwashing. One hundred percent. That's what. That's exactly what's happening here. I want to know how. I want to know why. I want to know what they shot up. How are they so strong? I I, I want to know everything about about this family. But right, I think this drug <laughs> is the job that they're doing. I think it is the main plot line, and we're Probably. now introduced to it. Probably. Probably. Yeah. I think this will be the this will be the final. Whoever is peddling this stuff will be the big bat at the end of it. It is. Um, I will say this. I will say this. If it turns out to be that, it is very X-Men. Whether it's Magneto turning people into mutants or it's The Cure, something along those lines. Like, it is very, very X-Men. Yeah. No, I get that. It's very... It's... it's a common superhero it is. trope. It is. You see this it, in a lot of superhero tropes. Yeah. You you get it. Even in Spider-Man. Yeah. You know, where he yeah. wants to turn every in the amazing Spider-Man where he wants to turn everybody into the amphibian dinosaurs, whatever yeah. it was. And it, it's <laughs> what? it's 
yeah, it's common across the board. Yes, absolutely. Um, absolutely. They, they ask where Grayson is. Cut scene. I'm going to go ahead and say this. Typically, we say that if somebody dies, if, if, if somebody quote unquote dies off scene, then they're not really dead. I think she's dead. I don't think she's coming back. I know you are four episodes ahead, but I there's no reason for them to leave her alive. No, you're right. Um, you're right. And I don't want to. I'm not going to give anything away here. I will say that I agree with you. If somebody, if a character dies off screen, I typically don't believe it unless it's like, unless it's like ridiculously obvious that they are dead, dead, dead. Like, okay, Mandalorian. We watched a ship crash into a man and one of us who is not here thinks that oh well you know he didn't blah blah no dead he's dead very dead a ship crashed into him that is very very obvious when they do the i, I personally when they do the cutaway i th i think this is way overdone in a lot of movies a lot of tv i think it's super overdone i i Kingpin getting shot in the back alley. Yeah. I think it's I think things like this are way, way overdone just for the shock value. Like you've 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 tainted the audience so much. The audience knows exactly what you're doing and what to expect next. So exactly. if this character should somehow show back up again, nobody's really gonna be surprised. Nobody's gonna be surprised. I think I don't know. I don't know. I think I'm with you and what dead. I'm with I think you leaving her the potential of dead actually is better. So do I. In this and case. I, I agree with there's you. There's no reason for her to, there's no reason for them to keep her alive. I completely agree with you. And even what we were, we were I forget what we were talking about a couple of weeks ago, but in so many <laughs> words, you said, if a character, if a character is dead, let them be dead. And that is it. I agree with that too. I am sick of resurrections. I am sick of misdirection. I am sick of, well, is he dead or isn't he dead? We don't know. We'll find out. I'm tired of it. It's, it's, I right. think it's way overdone. I think it's way overdone. And I felt the same way here. When they did the full cutaway, I'm like, oh, great. They're two episodes in, and we're already doing this. Eh. eh. I think she's dead, though. Okay. I honestly think she's dead. Okay. So. Well, we're back with Rachel and Grayson, and Rachel's apologizing for everything that just happened. Grayson's, you know, obviously accepting it. Um, Don and Hank are getting ready for their job. Grayson tries to stop them, but they still go anyways. Of course. Rachel's like, you You see that she needs your help. She's like, I can feel it. Uh, Doesn't she have a line here where she tells him it's impossible to lie to me? Is that what this no, happens? No, she actually, not not yet. Not okay, yet, not all right. Yet. I'm, so okay, you're okay. jumping a little bit all ahead. Right. I'm sorry. Um, she's, telling, she's telling Grayson to, to go help him, and she goes, that's what you do. You help people. And you and he's like, I used to think so. Ah. You you don't help people anymore. Like you help yourself. <laughs> That's all you do. Kind of. You yeah. Just, you help yourself. Kind of. This is this is gonna be his storyline though, is he's gonna go from this, he's gonna learn to become the leader, the hero, and come into something new. I, Great. Yeah. Um I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad. At, I'm not. I'm never mad at the hero's journey. 
It's it's either it's, am I. I'm ne- no matter what it is. I know it's tropey. I don't care. I always enjoy the hero's journey. Always enjoy the hero's journey. So that's. I mean, especially. I like that they're giving him his own journey and his own story. Yes. Yes, especially like. if it's especially in his case, if it's one of like redemption, I think that's even better. I like that. Perfect. I like that a lot. Yeah, love it. <clears throat> so we're back over with with now it's Hawk and Dove. Um, yeah. Yep. Yep. And they just got they just you know took out a bunch of baddies. Mm-hmm. They think they got everybody. They like oh that was easier than we expected, and then a whole bunch more security guys come out, including the guy who was going to, he comes out, he goes, so where were we? Oh, that's right. Your pants were coming off. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And then what happens? Robin comes in. Yes, he does. And goes ape on everybody. Yes, Robin stars to the eye of one guy. He leaves him alive and pulls the star back out, and the guy screams. He goes mental on all of these and hawk and dove are just sitting there going they're not even fighting they're watching they're not even shock and awe at watching what... him what he's doing it's amazing it's amazing you're gonna say something nope go ahead oh they're like oh you have changed <laughs> you think obviously yeah think Back at the apartment, Rachel finds the letter and the money that Grayson got from Alfred, quote unquote. Um, she now knows that Grayson is looking to leave her there. The three of them get back to the apartment. They find Rachel is missing. She's not really missing, though. She's nah. up in the apartment contemplating if she sh- on top of the roof, contemplating if she should leave. She gets up there. This is where she says, you are a liar and you must be good at it. Because he says, she goes, you must lie a lot because you're really good at it. And the only reason why she can't tell that he's not lying is because she hadn't touched him yet. Yeah. That's how she knows is by touch. Yeah. Well, she touched him when she figured out that he was uh, the trapeze kid. She saw that in the pilot. Right. But she didn't. But she's learning these new yeah. things as yeah. she's going along. Yeah. So. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. Well, I like that. So they're all having the conversation. Hank's mad. Why? Why is Hank Don't mad? know. <laughs> Hank's always mad. <laughs> John is, you know, trying to help out Robin and her. Well, they're not. They're not actually Robin right now. So she's not about Grayson and her figure it all out. Then this crazy family of four comes up and takes everybody down. It's done. Grayson gets tossed over the the side of the building. He grabs on for dear life. Goodbye. Goodbye. Um, Hank gets strangled and knocked out. Don gets thrown through the cage that the hawk and the doves were in and falls down to the ground. All the while, Rachel is hiding behind the other side of the cage. The family attorneys comes around, finds Rachel. They do something. They take her. We don't know where. We don't know what happens. Nope. They're gone. Grayson climbs up the side of the building because he was hanging on for dear life. Goes over to Hank. Sees that he's uh, there. 
calls out Dawn's name, sees that she is on the ground, bleeding out of her mouth. Not doing too good. Not doing too hot. She's like, I'm dying. Yeah. He's like, no, you're not. He, get, he starts giving her chest compressions and CPR. Cut scene to a raven flying through the alley and landing on the ladder of a fire escape. Roll credits. Yeah. Yeah. All that happened. Okay. Yeah. So. I, I, I Talk about a cliffhanger in episode two. I'm not a doctor or anything. Um, she should have, be dead. Uh, yes, she should be very, very dead. I have very little knowledge not. of anatomy. And like you, she should be very, very dead. If I come across somebody who's laying on cement and there's blood coming out of their mouth, I don't think chest compressions are going to help. It just, it, it nope. seems like it would probably make things a lot worse. Like, she could have a cracked rib that's puncturing her lung, and it's the reason why she's spitting up blood. So the, the your response to this is, I am going to start pushing down on her chest. <laughs> I mean, she yep. spoke. She can breathe. That's, that's, not, that's not the problem. Okay, fine. But this family that showed up and just completely wrecked house is incredible. I love this. I love this yeah. ending. This ending was fantastic. I love that we left with everybody lost. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Not a happy ending. Not at all. Episode two, not a happy ending. Nope. It's not like it's a season finale and, you know, cliffhanger. This is episode two. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You don't usually see this in episode two. Not at all. Like Not at all. This was fantastic. So. I love this episode. This was fantastic. Aside from my little things here and there, especially with, and you said it perfectly, the bat phone comes out and it's Alfred. Like, that was just way, this is too much. This is too much now. <laughs> this is way over it. the top. This is so, but whatever. I, I, I don't care. I like that we further along the story. I like that there are characters, especially Dove, who's on the show, who's pointing out everything that's going on with him and the whole Bruce thing. I like that a lot. I, yeah. I even like, like every, and especially when like he shows up as Robert and just completely wrecks house and the two of them get to see everything that he turned into it was fabulous. This, this, um, the show continues to keep me interested and intrigued and I'm, I'm having a blast going through it. Me too. Me too. It's fantastic. So. It's fantastic. And I'm super curious on how the first season ends. I really hope something turns around with the, with this these drugs that they're um that they're using. I really hope that ends up going somewhere. I it's so I think I think it's the underlying plot. So I do I. It feels like plot, it. So. It really feels like it. I mean you have Hank who's taking it, you know, as he's soaking and like using it almost to come down from everything, and then you have this other family who's taking it to just amp themselves up and all of a sudden they're insanely strong and they can you know right. toss a giant man like Hank around like he's nothing so it's really it's really really cool It's re and the yeah. visual of the visual of Raven just flying around like that was oh yes give me more of this I like it fantastic okay fantastic well with that being said oh, I think we're done yeah we're I'm done good to go okay well, all right. All right. Have a good all one. Right, guys, everybody. have a good one.
Yep, have a good one, guys.